Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, it's Kate, bringing you a week of episodes on perimenopause I call Perimenopause Apalooza. Now, if you're a man or a person with no uterus or ovaries in sight, these episodes are for you too, because the women in your life who are in their 40s, and even some of them in their late 30s and early 50s, are dealing with some truly epic changes to their body that is affecting them in all kinds of ways that they likely don't even realize. I hope these episodes help raise awareness and understanding about something half the population goes through. Like everything else in life, it doesn't last forever. But man, it can sure feel like it when you're in the middle of it. I hope these episodes help. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey there, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about a subject that every woman on earth goes through and we don't talk about enough. That's right. It's perimenopause and menopause week here on How to Be a Better Person. Today's big idea is that it's time to normalize perimenopause. Because for too long, this natural shift that every person with a uterus and ovaries goes through has either been seen as sad, scary, or shameful. Bringing perimenopause out into the light is vital for our physical health, our mental health, And it's a crucial piece of dispelling the misogyny that's a cornerstone of a patriarchal society. That's right. Part of why perimenopause is so hard to go through is that it is still viewed through a patriarchal lens, a quote-unquote women's issue that isn't worthy of attention. Taking a look at the cultural history of menopause is helpful for placing the modern experience of this midlife transition in context. And it is not pretty. After all, women's value and purpose in a patriarchal society is primarily to bear children. These vestiges are still around, evidenced by the way that modern medicine as a whole really still doesn't know how to treat women who are suffering through perimenopause, which technically is the fluctuation in hormones that precedes the end of your menstrual cycle and thus your fertility. Because perimenopause affects so many systems, and doctors are often so siloed into one system or another, our experience can scramble the circuits of modern medicine. The New York Times reported that when medical residents were surveyed, less than 7% said that they felt adequately prepared to help women going through menopause. 7% of doctors feeling unprepared to treat 50% of the population. These are not great odds. We'll look at the historical context for why things are this way right after the break. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we're back. When I was doing research for this episode, I learned that menopause wasn't even a term that was used until around 1820 when a French physician named Charles de Gardin coined it. Before that, the transition was called women's hell, green old age, or death of sex. <laughs> Authors of the book The Curse, A Cultural History of Menstruation, wrote that Victorian doctors believed women in their post-reproductive years grew scales on their boobs. <laughs> and a treatment for pelvic pain was leeches. I mean, truly, the treatment of women in midlife and beyond has been monstrous. Post-menopausal women have also long been considered basically crazy. You know, hysterical. Even evil. Think of every Disney movie with the old woman villain the witch in Snow White, Ursula from Little Mermaid, Rapunzel's fake mother. They were all driven mad over their lost youth. Perimenopausal women deserve better care and certainly more support and understanding from everyone, doctors, partners, friends, employers. And the way that we will get that support is to share our experiences. It's important not just for the individuals going through it, but for women everywhere. I went through the end of perimenopause, which is officially achieved when it's been one year since your last period, during the pandemic. At that time, it felt like my brain had left the building. I did the best I could, and I still managed to write multiple books for clients and produce this podcast, but it really took it out of me and I was always behind. <laughs> I felt like a shell of my former self. I had to tell my husband, my kids, and even my clients, and certainly my podcast editors, thank you all, that I was perimenopausal and that I was doing my best, even if it didn't appear that way to the outside observer. I also had to reach out to friends and check in to see if I was the only one feeling what I was feeling and experiencing what I was experiencing. And I was never the only one. We are too often in our own little bubbles of bewilderment, trying to endure, and we need to start talking to each other and to anyone who will listen. Hear me when I say that there are so many more things women bring to the table than making and raising babies. To quote the tagline from Two Night, my favorite online community for women who are 40 plus, we're just getting started. But to really inhabit the power and freedom the second half of our lives have to offer, we need to leave behind the shame, 
the secrecy, and the silence. And we need to give ourselves and receive from others the support we need to make the transition in one piece. Your tiny assignment is to have a conversation with a person in your life about your, or their, perimenopause experience. Did you wake up last night feeling like a piece of bread in a toaster oven? Tell someone. Is your 40-something friend looking tired or forgetting something? Ask how they're doing. Know that when you share your perimenopause experience, you are making things better for everyone who will go through this second puberty in the months, years, and decades to come. The rest of this week, I'll be talking about the symptoms of perimenopause. Many of them are totally surprising. And I'll be sharing my notes from the other side. Although I'm only nine months into menopause, there's some cool stuff to report. I hope you'll come back and share with friends who need to hear this message too. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 